0: It's the Real Estate Podcast brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, the weekend is here again. It's a Saturday morning and it's the sixth day for May for 2023, a busy real estate weekend for many around the country, and good luck if you are entangled in any property deals and negotiations, fingers crossed, for the right outcome for you this coming weekend. And coming up this morning, now we're going to be talking about the rising rates which were inflicted again, of course, on Tuesday. Also, the cost of living is squeezing mortgage holders, and Anthony Landau, the manager Director of Equilibria Finance is back again with your mortgage series and good morning Anthony, it was a really busy week you were here of course on Tuesday as that announcement was handed down and it really caught a lot of people out adding yet again another rise for mortgage holders and this morning as part of the conversation looking at the whole living expenses, I can not remember in living memory just how expensive things are. The supermarket, for example, it's almost like a scary exercise to go in and buy your weekly groceries these days.
2: Yeah, g'day, Craig. Nice to be here, mate. Yeah, everywhere you look, it feels like households are facing cost of living pressures, whether it's their mortgage. I oh, even know myself wandering around the supermarket. Uh, everything's going up, cost of power. So I think all of us are looking at where we can tighten our belt. And a lot of that's around some discretionary expenses, uh, maybe the meals out, recalibrating maybe that that end of year holiday. But yeah, everywhere we look, it seems like those cost of living pressures are hitting the, hitting the hip pocket.
1: It's relatable not only for you, but when you're talking to your clients and your clients is telling you just that exact same thing, just how much
2: groceries,
1: petrol, the list goes on.
2: Yeah, we're having discussions and clients are genuinely cutting back on things. They might be cancelling some of those um, subscriptions they've had on television. They might be cutting out some paid activities around sport and their own health and well-being. They might be looking at cutting out that family meal they used to do do on a Friday night with everyone. So people are actually genuinely looking at cutting out some of their expenses and recalibrating their budget. So it's genuinely happening and they're in conversations we're having right now.
1: All right well we'll discuss this uh, much more in just a moment with Anthony as we look at those escalating prices.
0: We don't just deliver you the latest real estate news, we live it, we breathe it.
1: It does sort of surprise me that these two suburbs are flying under the radar. Why do you think that is? Well, Craig, in Caloundra, there are several beachfront destinations and suburbs. We would class as the big brothers as far as beachfront locations are concerned. Most people are aware of Kings Beach, Shelley Beach, Moffat Beach and Dickey Beach. But you've been doing it for 30 years. Wow, that's a long time.
0: I know. Well, I'm just lazy, I think is probably the problem. <laughs> 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 no, I look, the thing is, real estate is not about houses. It's about people. For me, it's always been a lifelong interest. I call myself a real estate hobbyist until I, you know, watching what's going on online
2: and watching new sales in the area. I used to keep a spreadsheet watching what was happening in my area just for interest sake. And a friend of mine said to me, oh, you should get into real estate. You'd be great at that.
0: It's like diving into a treasure trove of real estate gold nuggets, just waiting to be explored with us on The Real Estate Podcast.
1: Well, there's some pretty interesting signalling coming from the RBA Governor, Philip Lowe, this week, who attributed the interest rate rise with the 25% basis points to the tightening labour market, also to the asset prices. And he noted that the rebound in the property market was among the reasons. For the rate increase, adding that the rise in house prices and the exchange rate was responding to the changes in the overall interest rate outlook. So let's hope that that sentiment from the governor isn't going to lead to some more interest rate rises for next month and the month after. We will talk about that in just a moment with Anthony. Now, if you're celebrating your birthday for today, for the 6th of May, happy birthday. George Clooney is celebrating with you. He's turning 61. Tony Blair, the XPM from the UK, he's turning 68. And Bob Seger from the Silver Bullet Band with hits like Night Moves, he's turning 76 today.
0: It's the main center forecast.
1: And let's check on your weather around the country on your Saturday morning. First, we go to Sydney, expecting sunshine with 22 degrees. Melbourne, a high chance of some showers with 13, so it's going to be a little cool. Brisbane, fine and 27. And in Perth, expecting a possible shower or two and the temperature right down to just 20 degrees
0: keep updated with the latest real estate news, economist predictions, property sales or what's trending right now. Know your property with us on the Real Estate Podcast. And
1: this morning we are looking at rising rates and the cost of living pressures are not only impacting existing mortgage holders but also new borrowers trying to get into the market. And here to look at all of the impact and how the borrowers can prepare for a credit application, which is so critically important. Anthony Landau is back, the managing director and mortgage broker from Equilibria Finance. And Anthony, what has the impact been on servicing capacity for borrowers right at the moment?
2: Yeah, really good question. And a lot of the focus has been on existing mortgage holders and the impact of rate rises on their hip pocket with with mortgages currently in place. But there's another area that's been really, really impacted, and that's people out looking in the market who are looking to get a pre-approval, who may have waited until the housing market cooled off a little bit and said, hey, I'm now ready to take a look and buy a property. What they're finding is their capacity might be down 30% or 40% on what they could borrow last year. For example, if someone, a family of two on an aggregate income of maybe $200,000 might have been able to borrow, say, $1.3 million last year, that might be between $900,000 and $1 million. It's having a big impact on new borrowers as well as those existing mortgage holders.
1: You know, just a a thought, just as you were discussing all of that, I wonder how many when they looked at the April no change sort of thought that that was a bit of a signal that things were changing, but oh no, hang on, April, we're back up again.
2: Yeah, I think people were hoping for a longer pause in the rates. I think an interesting thing as well is what we found in the market is that the housing market's fallen nationally around 10 or 11%. And in some areas now, the March data indicated that prices were actually going back up again. So a really big challenge for new mortgage holders is that the cost of funding has gone up a lot quicker than what the housing market has dropped So someone trying to get a new loan now, their capacity is 30% down and the housing market's only dropped about 10 or 11%. So there's a big gap in what people are able to do from 12 months ago things
1: are constantly changing. So how can borrowers best prepare and what advice are you giving those looking to apply for credit to buy a home?
2: Great question. In a difficult environment, I think initially a lot of borrowers who came to us who may have 12 months ago said, we're going to sit on the sidelines, we're going to wait until the market cools. To be frank, we're quite shocked when we'd come back and say, look, your borrowing capacity is down two or $300,000. The marketplace has settled a little bit. I think people have recalibrated what they can borrow and maybe where they can even look. Maybe they're looking in a different area that might be a little bit uh, out of their preferred spot they might have been looking at a little while ago. But the fundamentals are really important for those applying for a loan. And some of the stuff to keep in mind are are people's credit history, having a nice, clean, strong, solid credit history, because the assessments look at that. Having stability around your income, so if you're looking at preparing for a loan, have stability around your job, whether you're self-employed, make sure you've got all your tax returns and stuff like that done. So looking at how you can maximise what you can borrow. Your savings obviously is important for your deposit, living expenses is critical, look at areas maybe you cut out of your living expenses while you're applying for the loan to make sure you understand what you can afford your repayments. And also consider other liabilities and credit cards because they will be considered by the bank, whether it's a personal loan, credit card limits and other liabilities, even some of those buy now, pay later will impact serviceability. So have a look across the board, income, expenses, savings and liabilities for a good, strong credit application.
1: Yeah. And having a look at the the pressures of everyday living, it's a little bit like the the tail wagging the dog when it does come to just getting that credit right, because the tail part of it is people reaching for their credit cards to pay for those everyday living expenses. Then down the track, of course, you know, you're trying to get that great credit score and that is really affecting.
2: Yeah, it's, it, it is really difficult. The main thing is if people are using credit cards or have a personal loan or something like that, make sure your repayments are on time. Make sure you're servicing that debt in a timely manner. And if you've got a larger limit than you actually need, consider dropping that limit and living within your budget and your means, especially with these living expenses going up. Budgeting, understanding your repayments and living within your means is really, really critical through these times.
1: And what about for the investors that are tuned in this morning? Are there considerations that they particularly need to be paying attention to?
2: Yeah, it's a tricky market for investors because what we've found is investors are are not coming back into the market as quickly as maybe some people would have intuitively thought with the tight vacancy rates with a lot of home buyers out of the market. And one of the key reasons is around cost of living. Uh, the cost to hold a property is going up. It's it's impacting investor cash flow. So it's not only the, the cost of the debt, which is around the interest rates, but it's also the cost of the maintenance, the plumber, the cost of getting renovations done that may need to be done on an investment property. So for an investor looking to leverage, what they've got to understand if they're using an existing property and they've got existing investment debt and they're looking to leverage, assessment rates on all of that debt might be up in and around over 9% now. That is having a big impact on investors. So it's really understanding for the investor the cash flow and what their capacity is because it will be impacted across both of those areas at the moment.
1: Mm, so much to think about at the moment and we are only in may of 2023 anthony as always great information some great tips enjoy your saturday enjoy your weekend and catch you back in a couple of
2: weeks time have a great weekend as well and we'll catch up next time
0: we connect you to the best real estate information across australia the real estate podcast